0: Welcome to Environment Matters with me Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability in the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. Now I'm not even going to mention New Year's resolutions. For me they're lucky to make it into February but I do still think that it's good to plan ahead for the year. Perhaps you'd like to give something back to the community or perhaps do some volunteering. Perhaps you're looking for an opportunity to stretch yourself a bit and learn some skills or perhaps you've always been careful to reduce your own environmental impact but COP26 has inspired you to do more. Now if you can identify with any of these then you might be interested in becoming a climate champion. Sustainable St Albans are recruiting a team of climate champions and in charge of the project is Sarah Kersey, their new community engagement officer. I spoke to Sarah and I started by asking her about her role, why the role had been created and how it's funded.
1: My role is a a community engagement officer for Sustainable St Albans and uh the role is being funded by the postcode lottery and St Albans District Council it's directly related to the climate emergency action plan that's, that the council has actually developed and um in that action plan the community itself has a need to reduce 50,000 tons of carbon dioxide emissions a year to 2030 so the climate action plan has got a target of net zero by 2030, and the community itself needs to reduce 50,000 CO2 emissions a year to that date. Primarily, those emissions are coming from transport and energy.
0: Okay, there's some there's some big figures there, aren't there? So there's a there's a lot to achieve. So one of the first things that uh, that you're doing in your new role is appointing these climate champions. Well, why are they going to be so important?
1: Yes, I mean you said that the um, that figure of fifty thousand tons of carbon emissions that need to be reduced every year is a big figure, and it's for a lot of people it's really really hard to get their head round how we're going to get reduction of that much tons of carbon. So the climate champions are really essential because in our communities we're just we, we we're going about our business, and actually what we really need is people who are like us to tell us how we can actually reduce our carbon footprints. And the climate champs are hopefully going to be um, a number of people who are really passionate about taking action on climate, or really passionate about one of uh, our 16 count us in action. So it might be a case that they're. Eating less meat, or they're uh, eating more seasonally. They know how to reduce food waste, and they want to tell others. They're daring to repair, or where they wear their clothes to last. Um, maybe they're really enthusiastic about using less plastic or greening their money. And they're so enthusiastic about these topics that they can actually encourage other people to take some action themselves in their in their lives. Because it's only through people telling each other, you know, their their neighbours local groups, you know, talking to people in the community that can help others understand how how actually taking these steps can be really easy and actually can make your quality of life better as well.
0: Okay. So just a couple of things there. We have spoken about it before on Environment Matters, but just explain to us what Count Us In is.
1: So Count Us In is a campaign which is global and it asks people to take a pledge of one of the 16 most meaningful actions that can help people reduce their carbon footprint, Sustainable St Albans uh, launched this campaign in the run-up to COP, and we have an aim to get a thousand people in the district to sign up to taking one of these actions. So, uh, just to and an example, you know, some of the most meaningful actions can be switch to a green energy provider or get some solar power insulate your home or even just turning down the dial and a degree or two maybe getting out their car thinking about how they can lift share combining their journeys or walk or cycle more these are sort of very very small actions they're easy to do but they make a massive difference
0: and thinking about the climate champions you told us they're going to be involved in talking about their passion to the wider community what exactly will their role involve
1: so our climate champions, we want them to go out into the community and talk to people. So that could be in various different settings. It might be on a stall in the community market, or it might be actually going to a more traditional group like a residence association or a WI group or a faith organisation, any small small grassroots groups that are out there who might welcome speakers, or it might be going to a staff group within a business or just presenting to representatives of the public sector or the council or in a health setting it could be in so many different so many different settings that's well the part of my job is to go out and actually find places where climate champions can actually talk so they're going to be talking to people they're going to also be encouraging actions. So, say for example, a local group wants to set up a clothes swap, or maybe do something around food waste, or perhaps they are wanting to run a repair event. The climate champions will be able to give them some uh, helpful tips, knowledge, or signpost them to information, or even maybe come and actually help out on the day. So, climate champions really at the moment. We, we're hoping to develop a team who will also be involved in trying to develop the actual climate champion volunteering program as well. So supporting each other as climate champions is also going to be part of the role.
0: OK, so it sounds like the climate champions are going to be very busy. There's you know, perhaps a lot involved in the world. Could you tell us about the time commitment?
1: Yeah, sure. So this role is really going to be flexible. We're going to have a minimum there's a minimum amount of hours. It's 50 hours in one year. That's a that's a minimum of five events that they might go and talk at and two market stalls. That's a very basic minimum so they don't actually have to do any more than that unless they want to. So we want to talk at at least 50 events during that year. So people can can do that at any time during that year as well. So we want to really make this as flexible as possible for everyone to be able to do. It. If there's someone out there who maybe is very busy, but really likes the idea of going out and talking to someone, maybe they're doing their exams, maybe they're, they've they got a busy business to run, but they still want to be a champion, then they can actually be included in the in the champions program.
0: Okay. That sounds good. So you're making it sound like perhaps if I was working full time, the commitment could be outside the working day?
1: Absolutely. Volunteering and the community never stops, does it? I mean, in, in in the community, people are always active. There's always things to do. It doesn't have to be a case of it has to be within work hours.
0: Okay now you've got your team of champions and they will be helping develop the roles together how about will they be going out and, and talking and meeting groups singly or, or could that be done with someone else just sometimes people are a little bit lacking in confidence about you know going and doing stuff by themselves
1: yeah and I've already t- spoken to people who haven't have never spoken in front of people before I've already spoken to people who are interested in the climate champion role but maybe they they don't have that confidence. And one of the aims is that we actually recruit people within the team who can also support a champion. So say someone who's very good at talks in front of groups might be partnered or buddied up with another ch- champion who isn't. And, and it's really about because volunteering is, is about doing things that are mutually beneficial and so we're trying to build that community within the actual climate champion team as well and there'll be yes definitely an opportunity to learn if you've never done it before and also an opportunity to give your skills and help other people to build their confidence
0: okay that sounds great now you talked about the opportunity to learn there will there be training given
1: yeah so climate issues obviously if you've got a real interest in environmental issues but maybe you've only got a little bit of existing knowledge but you want to learn more then we will definitely be able to support in building that there'll be training or information and support on how all those different varieties of ways that you can actually develop an idea or an event so what i said about you know putting on a repair event and also how to communicate and speak to the general public but also around eco-anxiety and um, because we know that some people are very much wanting to take action, and you know they're coming to volunteering because they're feeling quite anxious about the environment, and we want to sort of help them understand that 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 is a natural feeling for the predicament that we're in, and actually by taking action, hopefully they'll feel better.
0: Well, well, that's good to hear. I think it is something that most of us have now. Now, if somebody was listening to this and thought, well, I'm not quite sure, perhaps. perhaps they'd just like to find out a little bit more. Could they arrange perhaps to have a chat with you just to see whether they would match the role or whether you'd really be interested in them?
1: Yeah, that's part of the recruitment process. So one of the things that we want people to do is they don't have to commit to something straight away. They can have a chat. We set up like a, an information an intro meeting which would be just 30 minutes I can tell them about the role they can ask questions they get to look at the role description that's on our website we will also if people want to come and just observe the group and how it works how the team meetings go then they can do that as well there's no obligation if you press the button and and email me or if you give me a call then uh, that doesn't mean that you're locked into being climate champion
0: Okay, and we're talking about this now, you know, right at the start of the year. Do you need people to get in touch now or or is this something that will be an ongoing recruitment process?
1: Yes, I'm going to be continually looking for climate champions because I know that people's lives change all the time. So I'm anticipating people needing to have time out, but I feel like we can never have enough climate champions, really.
0: I couldn't agree more, Sarah. So if you think you've got what it takes to be a climate champion, then head to org. Now another of Sarah's roles is to manage this year's sustainability festival, which will take place between 15th and 31st of May. So I went on to ask Sarah to explain, for those of us who are new to the area, what the St. Albans Sustainability Festival is.
1: So Sustfest is a festival that has, like you say, been going on for a number of years now. It involves hundreds of events across the entire district and it's entirely volunteer run so you've got church groups running church services about sustainability you have groups that are helping people to learn about food you've got organizations that are running real practical events like clothes swaps and repair events or events about cycling, for example, events about wildlife. We've got large and small groups across the district. So, for example, Rothamsted, the Science Institute gets involved and puts on an event. We've also got the huge engineering company, ACOM, who get involved as well, right down to small groups within parks and also growing spaces there's a tree action group that does a tree trail. These are sort of events that have happened in the past and this year we're hoping to encourage more groups to get involved who maybe have never hosted an environmentally focused event before.
0: So we've got all of these different groups, businesses organizing the event, but who coordinates it? Tell us about the committee that coordinates it.
1: So SustFest is coordinated by a working group. Like I said before, it's entirely volunteer led. There's people from across the community. We have someone who represents wildlife, Uh, We have someone who represents schools. We have someone who represents the business community. And we're also looking to, this year, increase our representation of young people and, and colleges. So if there's anyone out there who's listening who wants to join the working group, then we're particularly interested in getting a representative, maybe someone who's connected to youth clubs or colleges. We also have representation from the Hertfordshire Asian Women's Association.
0: So it's good to so see you've you've got uh, lots of different kinds of people involved in the committee there. And as you say, you're always looking for for, for more help with that. And it's and you said this is all volunteers. This isn't run to make anybody any profit, is it? So you've explained that there's lots of different groups involved. Do you have to be a group with a particular environmental interest? Is it just something, as you say, you know, allotments, people growing stuff, um, Rothamsted Institute, or actually, is it could any business or group be involved and do something environmental?
1: Absolutely. If someone is listening today and they're part of a business or an organisation, or maybe they're just part of a residence association in their street. You know, Maybe because of COP26, they're starting to have an interest in the environment and what they can do. Then certainly we want them to get in contact and we can help them with some creative ideas. Definitely would welcome them.
0: So because sustainability can be quite a nebulous issue, can you just tell us about the kind of of topics that you want us to cover with our events for Sustainability Festival?
1: So there are a number of themes um, to help people find their way to, to hosting an event and they are health and happiness, equity and local economy, culture and community, land use and wildlife, sustainable water, local and sustainable food, sustainable materials, sustainable transport and zero waste and zero carbon.
0: Okay, so nice and broad there. There's, I'm sure, something there for everybody. Now, registration is open for events. Just explain, what's the advantage of registering an event rather than just kind of holding an event like you would do perhaps any other time?
1: Sustfest is really an opportunity for the entire community to demonstrate that they are interested in sustainability issues but also for groups to reach new audiences.
0: Okay now registration is already open how long do we have to register an event and how do we register?
1: So registration uh, is open until the 14th of March and you can find the registration form on the Sustfest website Sustfest.org.
0: My thanks to Sarah Kersey, Community Engagement Officer for Sustainable St Albans, for explaining all that to us. So if you're involved in any local group, business, organisation... Get your thinking caps on to plan your event for this year's Sussfest in the fortnight between 15th and 31st of May. And as Sarah said, you've got until the end of March to register your event. Dates haven't yet been fixed for the um, events that Sarah was talking about, where you can get some inspiration for the event you might run or perhaps collaborating with other groups. But I'll keep you posted about that. If you didn't get the chance to hear Environment Matters over the festive season, then you've missed four inspirational local people explaining how they started to love and learn about wildlife and how you can start to expand your knowledge of the natural world too. Catch up on RadioVerilum.com slash podcasts. Now you can drop me a line on amanda at com, or message via the Environment Matters Facebook page. You'll also find me on Twitter at rv underscore environment. I'll be back at the same time next week, but until then, thanks for listening.